Welcome back to Career Podcasters. What's up, man? What's up? How are you? I'm okay. Yeah. Busy. Tired. Busy. Do I look tired. tired? I I feel yeah. tired. I feel I, I feel I feel probably as tired as I look. Yeah. But oh yeah. Yeah. Here we are again. Sitting down. I feel like I actually another day. Like usually we talk. Usually like by the time we record, I've already talked to you about a ton of shit throughout the week but this feels like one of the weeks where i haven't really discussed much with you at all yeah <laughs> I mean, we've been busy I mean, we've yeah. been working pretty much the exact opposite schedule so yeah. yeah yeah what has happened in the world this week the news nickelodeon all-stars nickelodeon all-stars goes to that's actually really funny <laughs> what's the news this week a, a, yeah. a really fun game new smash a, game Basically a new Smash game, yeah. Basically um, the revitalization of Melee. Kind of. It's, it's not that good, I don't think. But I liked it a lot. If you like video games or Nickelodeon stuff, cop. Cop. <laughs> um, I don't know. There had to be something like actually massive that happened, right? <laughs> Sometimes? Yeah. This is I just am like assuming like we've come one step closer to like people being like, this is the end of the world. Maybe, maybe we have, uh, but I'm actually glad to be tuned out for the end of the world. I, that's what I, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Is I really have been a fan of just like not knowing anything. Yeah, my, it's pretty fun. It reminds me of this time. I don't know why it reminds me of this, but it's cor it's correlated in my head. Um, my dad asked me out of the blue one day. We were driving to get fucking drive through or something, uh -huh. and he was just like, "Hey, do me a quick favor and name six horror movie villains off at the top of your head." And I did it instantly. I went Interesting. like Jason, Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Candyman, uh, the Fisherman from whatever. Uh, yeah. I know what you did last summer. And uh, Screamface from Scream. Yeah. I was yeah. like, there you go. Instantly. And I was like 12, 13 years old. He was like, sick. Now name me six Supreme Court justices. <laughs> and I went, huh. And I think uh, this was right <laughs> around the time when uh, Sonia Sotomayor uh, uh, yeah. was uh, – it put in, it yeah. inducted in. It's not the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's the Supreme Court. I don't inducted know if you're inducted into the <laughs> Supreme Court Hall of Fame. I guess maybe after you die, yeah. you go to the Supreme Court so, Hall of Fame. So I'm pretty sure I said her and uh -huh. Kennedy. And that's yeah, all I, was I like, could I do. I know there's a Kennedy on there. <laughs> yeah, and that's all I could do. And uh, he laughed because he said, the reason I asked is because I could easily do six horror movie villains, but I was thinking about it, and I can't do six Supreme Court justices either. No, no. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. We talked about this with Brian a little bit, but like we shouldn't make them like celebrities, you know? Yeah. They should be respected. You should know who they are, yeah, but you shouldn't be like fans of them. It's a little odd. Like when you really break it down. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not against supporting, Yeah. but it's weird. Like, I don't know. People treat it like a sports team. Like I'm not going to like, you know, woo, go, yeah. Kennedy, vote for the right thing. <laughs> it's like, no, like yeah. you treat them like a person. <laughs> yeah. And then held. I actually think it should be... Uh, doesn't mean you the should exact put the opposite. I think they shouldn't they shouldn't have any fans. They should have nothing but critics. Yeah. Essentially. <laughs> should just be all critics. And that doesn't mean that every critique is going to be mm -hmm, a negative mm -hmm. one. Yeah. But yeah. it'll be hopefully constructive. That's the idea you would think. I mean, I guess that's kind of I wonder if they do that within themselves. Because something that people nowadays it's like you can't even get along with someone on the other side or whatever they do that constantly they're all like friends essentially i don't know if they're yeah. like besties right but they all get along and interact with each other even though politically they disagree so much yeah so, like it shows that like oh they actually are just kind of like normal people <laughs> who just chat with each other 
yeah. about the fate of the United States. They actually just reversed the abortion thing in Texas. Oh, that happened. But I thought, uh, I, no, because I was up at 6 a.m. Oh, this morning. Something else happened. <laughs> yeah. And uh, right before going to bed, I, I saw a news clip that said that an appeals court quickly took care of that. Really? Yeah. Really? From what I saw, from what I saw, yeah, an appeals court basically uh, went in and reversed the reversal. <laughs> I don't know how this shit works. As so happens in in the court systems. I so suppose. dub, so dub. But yeah, being out of the loop, being out of it, I like that. that. That feels like it could be a uh, like a yearbook quote. Uh, add a tune for the apocalypse. Just just hmm. not hmm. <laughs> not in with it. Not in sync. Yeah, it's just like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find. I I don't know. It's like good to be tuned in. It obviously is. So that's why. But it, you're for your own like individual well-being it feels like it's not there needs to be a degree of passivity with the level that you're tuned in like you have to be passive you can't be obsessed about it being too active in that world is just it seems really unhealthy it does but then again i feel like there are people who are passive with it but then just uh, we've talked about this before too so i won't touch on it too long but then they're just emotionally driven by it because i feel like mm-hmm. on instagram you know it's like uh sometimes it's joking sometimes it's not but like people really really i i never kind of fully grasped the idea of identity politics until entering my early 20s when i realized there are just For a sure. bunch of people who just like take a bunch of like random little things um that they believe in hardcore and then like make it a part of themselves yeah yeah it's crazy because i i get to see it more because of social media and i've been exposed to exposed to more people and it was cool because of my time in nevada i actually got to you know become some friends with people who definitely have a different scope politically and socially than uh people per se from california Mm -hmm. or uh the bay area specifically in california of course there are parts of california that line up that way um, but like the Bay Area and on both of those, on both sides, my friends from the Bay, my friends from uh, rural parts of the country, my friends from, you know, New York and shit like that. Everyone's got these things and no matter what it is, they're emotionally attached to them without, uh, with, with, with either too much passivity and, and they're not recognizing that they're not active enough mm-hmm. to really like hold that emotional weight from these ideas um yeah it's very surface level but they treat it like it's a very deep yeah yeah thing. yeah like it's very thoughtful There's little to no reason why they may may identify with this thing yeah but they act like it's like everything yeah you know i think that it's because people's identity is so important to them when people lose the thing they do they feel like when people retire yeah they lose like themselves because that's like all they are like oh, i'm a football so player that you brought that up you know like now i don't play football what's yeah. my life i felt like that after high school i was like i was just i played sports all the time that's what mm-hmm. i did now what the fuck do i do what am i what, like what what is my what is my thing what Dude, kind of guy am i am I'm, i a white guy am i a guatemalan <laughs> guy do i hang out with these people do i do this like yeah. you just feel lost and then at least for me i came to a point my whole freshman sophomore year i felt that way yeah i mean like am i supposed to join a frat am i supposed to hang out with these people like i had n- felt very lost yeah and then i realized like oh i actually don't need to like fit in with some specific obvious big group you yeah. know like and then i realized like it didn't matter but it was a long struggle, I, I feel like. 
Well, it's interesting you mentioned the retirement thing too, because mm -hmm. even that's an even longer struggle with a building of an identity because that's your ingrained. work does become your life. And it's weird. I think about that often when I go on my weird philosophical rabbit holes or whatever the fuck it is uh -huh. when people start talking, you know, either Marxism and uh, Leninism versus capitalism and shit like that. Sure. And the um, idea of identity and individualism in society. In America, it seems like a lot of personality, and I've talked about this too. I know I've mentioned at least in social settings with us yeah. that it's weird when you're like hanging out with friends from work. It's like, why are you guys talking about work for 70% mm -hmm. of the conversation? Because yeah. like, it's like, that's your common ground. Yes. That's what you have in common. Also, that's a common piece of all of your identities, which mm -hmm. is interesting. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, you and I have shared parts of our identity from a lifelong friendship. Of course. Like, that are synced up. Like, yeah. we have parts of our identity that match up because we've known each other for so long. There are some people where, like, that's just work. And then for those people, work then kind of, like, molds their shape. And that's mm -hmm. why retirement mm -hmm. could be such a huge deal. And I, that that's another thing, whether it be, you know politics or work you're just searching for these bits of identity and becoming so attached yeah. to it and for what because like yeah i was thinking about it too like you know like back in the day when i was working in and out i was always like man i can't wait just to get to the you know next level you know i'm yeah. doing this through school and then to the next level then like in the offices it, it was it actually became a question of like man do i want to be defined as a lawyer or a legal investigator or sure. whatever it is is that what i want my thing to be i feel like a lot of people too don't initially join a job or even necessarily join a political party mm -hmm. off of these emotional ties those no. develop over time after introduction to whatever the field was yeah like i, I feel, feel like, like a lot of cops that feel passionately about policing the mm -hmm. way they do um you know i think there are some people out there who like maybe want to you, you sure know, they care about justice yeah, or it, whatever that means justice yeah. make a difference to society yeah. maybe better the community in which they're raised yeah. yeah um i think slowly after time you're just kind of uh you know he's fallen cultured it. into whatever you know causes the problems that there are that we see in something like policing today like mm -hmm. but the reason i started out with that i was gonna say maybe a lot of people got into it at first because it's good money it's good pay sure it's a good paying job well you know, especially when you're figures. first when you're just trying to make money it depends yeah. where you're a cop but yeah it's you know a good job like yeah. you'll be able to survive for sure i don't know i and think then you find yourself emotionally attached to policing 20 yeah. years later because you built that. It's your job. It's now all it's your applicable friends. anywhere. It's all your, yeah. yeah, that's applicable in any field. I use. Uh, I think it's a choice, though. I don't think you have to get attached to it. You're right. Like so you either. will fall into it, yeah. but like, I don't feel attached to my job as an identity, like whatsoever. Yeah, same. You know? Nor so, political party, and I think we're good no. about that. But that's the thing. I was also going to say when we were talking about the scope of politics, it's easy for us because you and I are like so tuned out. Tuned out. Are we tuned out from the apocalypse, bro? Are we just out of it? Are we see? tuned out from the apocalypse? <laughs> no, YouTube but, thumbnail right here. <laughs> <laughs> but I like I think it's easy for like us because in our household, uh -huh. our friend group, we tend to focus very little on these things and we tend to focus our emotions on like things like our friendship, having a good mm -hmm. time, uh, you know figuring out what to do with the weekend and stuff like that. We're not going to like expend too much time. We talk about the world, of course, but we, we're not like, I don't know. I think we like, realistically speaking, we're much more tapped into that kind of stuff than people our age. I think. 
I agree. I yeah. I definitely agree with that. I so meant, we're not tuned out, to be honest. Th- that's actually fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not necessarily a tune out. It's a friends don't even talk about politics, or at least I should say this: maybe friends talk about politics, but they don't talk about they don't argue or yeah. challenge each other about politics. Like yeah. We challenge each other all the time on stuff. Yeah. Which is, I think, the big difference. Because uh-huh. you could, yeah, hang out with your friends and just be like. Yeah, did you see that guy? Fuck that guy. Yeah. Everyone's just like, yeah. You know, like, that's not people actually giving their opinion. That's just yeah. like, I don't want to talk about this. Let's get through it. Yeah. I think we challenge each other more, so. Do we I go that so deep? Do we go that deep? Maybe not necessarily. And I think we're tuned into the right things that are happening in the world. I don't... I, I, what, I, so. what I meant <laughs> to say is, like, it's easy for us to... The the angle that I was getting at was like it's easy for us to be like, oh, it's silly to get emotionally driven by politics. Because uh, of how yeah. many talks we've had about it right uh-huh. i agree with you like we're like tapped in like you give me new information about like yeah. the crypto world which i really think is the fucking future of society <laughs> maybe um you know like yeah, on a daily yeah. fucking basis so but yeah i, I see what you're saying I you see you. what i mean where yeah. it's like easy for us to forget that like there is a large percentage of people in this country that i really do think have work um and, and what brought that up was you being like well i don't think i identify mm-hmm. um with work like being too much of my personality but like just from personal observations most of the people that like i oh, meet yeah. in the outside world that's how it is 100 percent, 100 i think it's because i never my family's not like that for the most part so like i never saw it in that way mm-hmm. same my family's more like how i said like we're about like friends and talking about the world as friends but not like emotionally investing in it no i will an identity thing yeah my family's identity was always family this is our family you know it's just like being good people having good more like it's very basic that's kind of what i mean by like we're more surface level in that sense which isn't surface surface level is not the right word we are more um simple or basic in that way where it's not like we're gonna specifically talk about this one law in this one state it's like no we're just like Let's be good people. Let's be kind to one another. Like, that's what we were more taught on mm-hmm. rather than like, you know, fucking, I don't know, Joe Biden's turning the frogs gay or whatever the fuck Alex <laughs> Jones is talking about. You know what I mean? Like, we weren't like pushed into the, such yeah. tiny little things. So like, yeah. I think we're very good about, and maybe this is not a good thing. Like, we don't get very offended on hearing other people's opinions too much, I feel like. Oh, not Someone all. could tell me pretty much anything, even if it's like, of, about me or i guess my people or whatever yeah. the fuck that means um i don't know how tough i take it also that's coming from being like mostly a white dude right mm-hmm. so like there's less weight to someone say something like that but i'm not even talking that's just you know yeah. aside to a race thing but it could be just about me you know like and i don't think i would ever take it that serious i just realized that like people just have different opinions it could be about something that you do hold as your identity yeah yeah, it could just be be like dude if i was high school it'd be like man soccer sucks soccer players are lame which i used to get hurt all the time yeah it's not a real american sport blah blah (laughs) and like maybe back then it would like rub me the wrong way but now i'm just like oh cool man all right like i don't i don't really care (laughs) like you know but people would really take things super to heart and when it is with politics and it's different when you talk about like heavier things right that like do have an effect like race or politics but like yeah i think even then getting personally offended right away and like defensive isn't necessarily the right response yeah either it makes sense to feel that way that's like very valid yeah i think um but like i don't know like 
growing up, a lot of times, example would be like, I'd be like, oh yeah, my dad's from Guatemala or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then people I've known my entire life still just call me a Mexican. <laughs> I've known people for like 15 years, like, oh, your name's Alejandro? Oh yeah, that's right, you're Mexican. And I just go, yeah, man, whatever. Like, I don't, <laughs> you know? Which is like, especially, it's not necessarily like, they're just completely different places. It's you more know? of a testament. Yeah, it's actually, it's more of a testament to the ignorance of the people saying. Yeah, almost. but that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to take that personally. Yeah, It's yeah, not yeah. a personal slight on them trying to like shit on me or something. Yeah. It's just them being dumb. And like, maybe it should be my responsibility to be like, hey man, no, Guatemala's a different country and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you know, not everywhere south of America is Mexico. Yeah. Which a lot of people say and think, you know. Yeah. Um, which is ridiculous. Oh yeah, of bad course. geography, and you even I, like. I, but I, we, you gotta know, we you do gotta... that too. I think Norway and Sweden and Denmark are all the same place. You know, like Aren't I'm they? being honest. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know, like oh, they're they're Swedish. Yeah. It's like no, they're from like literally a completely different country. They speak a different language. Like mm, pff, all right, you yeah. know, like and that's that's fucked up. It's for yeah. sure fucked up. Yeah. So like, but I don't, I don't know. I just like when so if that happens to me, I'm trying to not like take it so personal like man fuck you i need to teach you a lesson i'll tell them i feel that but like i'm not gonna like well i agree i'm not gonna like, let it ruin my unless day unless it's like unless it's like heinous there's obviously like things that's, that people yeah ex- that's there's different obviously, that's and, different and that's and i want to keep that out of the scope of this conversation 100, yeah and even if someone is like uh how do i say like uh i i just completely don't fuck with right like mm-hmm. everything they're saying like yeah would make me maybe think i don't want to hang out with this person yeah but it would never drive me to the point of actively hating them actively yes. being offended by them yeah or getting like, an emotional reaction yeah. emotional why reaction why would anyway. i let that cuck ruin my day <laughs> dude i was literally i forget what happened the other day it was all, all of our roommates, everyone loves in and out in, in our house for the most part. And I was like, yeah, I'd rather go to five Greatest guys. burger in America. Yeah. And then some people's first reaction was like, man, fuck you. You're so dumb. And I'm just like, whoa, man. Like, I personally have different taste buds and think this burger is better. Dude, you're gross. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah. people will get mad just for you having a different opinion of them. And I'm talking yeah. on light things. Yeah. yeah. I'm not talking yeah. about, you should get mad if it's something like very important to you or massive. But like, yeah. simple as like, What's my favorite burger? I don't like this food. People are like, oh, what is wrong with like? Sometimes it's a joke, but I know people who are actually like, get really upset when you just have different opinions from them. Yeah, I don't. When it's little things like that, I'm just just talking about that. It really doesn't make any sense. <laughs> There's a line when somebody perceives their own opinion as truth and fact. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Totally. Even with little things like, it's almost. Uh, I always think of it as like the art dealer mentality, or I guess art mm-hmm. critic is a better better word for it. Yeah, like, you know the douche that's just <laughs> sitting there. In the museum. Hmm. Well, the see the reason that you don't understand this piece is yeah. because you are not <laughs> enlightened with the art from the twenty first century yeah. yet. For like, the uninitiated, yeah. this is a real masterpiece. <laughs> the untrained eye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What a fucking stupid <laughs> saying. Yeah, but that, no, totally. That that kind of angle. But with your own opinion, yeah, and like, I think people it's good have that to try to like have that mindset because like it'll be little stuff like um, it could just be like how you enjoy to spend your time. Yeah. If you like video games, so it's like I hate video games. It's like, okay, we can't be friends now. It's like what? No, like yeah. there's no relation. Like yeah. whatever. Like I like to go out to a club. I want to stay in. 
it's not like, oh, you're dumb for going to the club. It's like, no, that's what you like. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think a lot of times we like really hate differences, but we should actually be valuing them more so. It really makes you know? it awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Then there's a lot to choose from. Opposites know, attract, you... man. That's like most people's like partner in life as well. A lot of times, like yeah. you need kind of people to like fill in those gaps for you to bring you to like a good middle. Yeah. So it's weird that we like push that away so much, I think. It is interesting. It's like I, a natural I, thing. I, I, I saw a meme on Twitter literally the other day that it it was a meme and it mm-hmm. was funny, but at the same time, like <laughs> low key scary implications Uh because it had so many fucking likes and i know people looked at that and in their minds went hashtag relatable because it was literally like a cat scrolling on the phone and the and the part of the meme was like this is my timeline and i'll banish whoever the fuck i want from my timeline (laughs) bitch like you know like it's my personal world on here it's my timeline i want to create my echo chamber even more (laughs) It's outside of the algorithm. I'm going to ban everyone who doesn't think of, how I think. It had think. hundreds of retweets and yeah. thousands and thousands of likes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's... It, and so I think that kind of goes back to what we're talking about, like, for your own mental well-being, maybe that's better. Maybe if you are getting emotional... Well, okay, so let's say you're seeing things you don't agree with on your timeline. It makes you mad. You block them. I think the solution isn't block them. Yeah. It's to not get mad at them. The, it, I think so, too. But yeah. this is where this is such a gray area conversation, too, because mm. literally... We even have contrasting points in this where it's like, it, it, it's a case by case thing. Oh, if, yeah. It, it's if you blank, then blank type thing. Like if you're getting emotionally charged by these things, maybe an echo chamber is good for you. If you find yourself to be yeah capable of seeing yes, things yes. that won't spark an immediate or at least extreme emotional day. reaction, yeah, then you can start like, you know breaking down the walls of your current echo chamber and getting, you know, a little yeah. bit of outside feedback on whatever it is, whether it's, you know, I'm going to go give fucking five guys a try today. You know, yeah. I think maybe I, I've not gonna ruin your long, day. I've gone to in and out for all my burgers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I think it's breaking down those walls. And that's the thing. The immediate solution is like, if this is really ruining your day or it's impacting that much, like yeah. you don't need to, you don't need to do this. You don't even need to hear this. But like, if you, are able to handle it. Yeah. Try to take in some different opinions, see something that maybe doesn't make you happy necessarily, because that's also important. Like you have to realize why you don't agree with something as well. You know, and then we I can go watch Steven Crowder or something and be like, man, I hate this. I'm not going to sit there and watch the whole thing. Oh yeah. But I would need to understand why I hate it. You know, at the same time, I know it's weird, but just a little bit. No, definitely. And we did, we, it, it goes back to the, uh, the identity thing too. I think we we, mm-hmm. we lost that as well because it's not it's not just difference of opinion. It's not just yeah. It, it, it's what it, it's maybe even more so being conscious of what you consider your identity. Totally. You know what I mean? Because like personally, I think the American mindset, like you said, you, you touched on an interesting point. And I did want to come back to it. Sorry if this is a sporadic coming go, back go, to, it, but go. I think it's all correlated. Where you said that. Um, a lot of people find it easy to fall into the trap of making work their identity because it just happens. Then it becomes your social group. You maybe meet yeah. your partner there. You you know you really like it's everything. It's it, it it's secure. You're making money. You know you you yeah. go there every. It's what day. you do for most of your time. Most of your time. Yeah. So it's easy to come into that trap, and I feel like uh, a, a lot of Americans fall into that trap 
as well as falling into the traps of heavily identifying with political parties and in their echo chambers and things mm-hmm. like this. So all of I these things that. combined into an identity. And then you and I always talk about like how cringy it is when people will make like TV or movie things their like identity, right. you know, like these yeah. false worlds where it's not again, there's a difference between is a, a degree of passivity with enjoyment and being a fan to a degree that's healthy. And then there's yeah. like making it your identity. It's when you're obsessed and you idolize them. It's stand yeah. versus fan. Stan I think being a fan of anything is fine, right? <laughs> yeah. But like even me, if, you, if someone told me, man, I fucking hate Star Wars. Yeah. At first my reaction was like, what the fuck? Star yeah. Wars is sick. You but, just don't have the, you don't have the experience. You yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I swear if you'd watch it, you'd really like it. And if someone yeah. really watches all of them and they don't like it, then I can go, all right, cool. A lot of times people disagree or say they don't like things or like things just for a reaction yeah. or just to be different. Yeah. Like people say they hate shit and then have never watched it. Yeah. For example, this is something I have this week. Dave Chappelle's new stand-up came out. That was really good. It was really good. I did. There were some things I didn't necessarily like about his personal stance, yeah. but I, it was funny and I liked how he came at it. Doesn't mean like I agree with everything he said, I feel like. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is if you want to talk about it, actually watch it. Because he even says it in the special and I've been seeing it online already and it's wild how he called it. Because everyone's like, oh, he talks about this and this, fuck him. And then everyone goes like, well, you didn't watch it clearly, huh? <laughs> he literally calls it that yeah. everyone's gonna do this so if you want to talk shit about it fine please do i yeah. like it but watch it first because you're gonna look pretty stupid if you don't because that's will. what he literally says it's like people aren't gonna watch this and just take a couple quotes out of context or misread and blah blah yeah. blah if you actually watch it you'll understand what he's trying to say yeah and if you still disagree with that which I kind of do a little bit. I do a little bit as well, actually. Um, yeah, it's just like, he's just a boomer, man. He's just old. <laughs> like, he just doesn't, I don't know, he's just a little bit behind. He's funny, though. He's still very funny. It was, And it's it's so beautifully crafted. It from is. Like, uh, it's just a man giving his opinion in the finest form. That It, it really is. Yeah. Someone who is uh, struggling to even attempt to start open micing. Like, mm-hmm. watching him, it's like watching pure genius. It's yeah. just, it's it's literally like, this is one of the most it's well-crafted art. things I've ever seen yeah. in my life. And yeah, I don't... And we, he knows that. He's not mm-hmm. trying to preach his opinion like it's fact. No. He even said in one of his other specials, he's like, I'm not saying it because it's mean. Saying it's because it's funny. funny. <laughs> yeah. I think people also have to remember that. Yeah. And like we view comedy in a different way where it's like, I'm not even there for the content. I'm not there for what he's trying, the message or whatever. Which, I'm there to laugh. Yeah, I'm there to laugh. And we understand how more so, obviously not on their level, but yeah. we look at the behind the scenes and the craft of the yeah. joke and the setups and like, yeah. you know. But like Dave Chappelle, also the special is to send a message in a way. Oh, It's for not sure. just to be funny. And that's actually why I don't, like him as a stand-up so much is because mm-hmm. like his goals are not just to make you laugh yeah. anymore anymore but i think he got pushed into that i think he fell into that i don't know if he fell into it i feel like he was actually one of the ones where he actually came out scarred and now mm-hmm. has something he's passionate about yes yes <clears throat> but he got into a lot more before it was like mostly jokes and then he would touch on a couple things yeah this most recent one is like only like uh like culture reacts pretty much where he just is reacting to true culture of the world it's like COVID happened people thought this i'm gonna tell you why they're wrong and i think i'm right in a funny way yeah you know but it was just more of that which if you like that that's cool it's just a different style it's more one-man show than stand-up yeah it's more ted talky than stand-up 
Yeah. He's yeah. still extremely funny. Like, it's not to disgrace that, but like he's doing both at the same time, which yeah. is almost more impressive. Really, I think it was. I, I think that was definitely the case with with this last one. Yes, I would so just agree, all I'd talking say, about. But I'd say, oh, okay. I was just because yeah. like all five of his Netflix specials, and plus the, he's had this string of. He got closer to it over time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also had this string uh, after the first four specials, which it did get closer to a message being pushed every time. Where it was like the the first couple ones were like just funny, hard hitting punchline jokes, yeah, and it was yeah. fucking hilarious. I think one of them was in the fucking belly room. Um, Probably, yeah, yeah. But it might have not been. It was a small club in L.A. I know that. Um, it was on one of the two parters, and it's just it's just punchline after punchline after punchline, and it's fucking hysterical. Yeah. But he had the uh, eight twenty four or eight thirty four. Um, the name of the video is the amount of time that George Floyd's neck was knelt on for. Yes, yes. Um, uh, it's on YouTube. And when he dropped that, you know, you see Chappelle's name associated with something, and you immediately think it's going to be a stand-up set yeah that's not it's not actually like to be funny at all there's that, that, that and then there's the one where he's talking about uh what happened to him with comedy central yes, and all that yes. and like how he had he's like i want to use the power of the people and i know i have it so mm -hmm. here we go yeah and let's give it a shot those two things it's like you they're not funny at all people those assume it's stand-up but yeah. they weren't and no. i think it's just like he's a funny guy if you talk to anyone who's funny even if they're being serious they're gonna crack jokes in between yeah even what we do i don't think we're like obviously they Chappelle funny but we can talk about serious stuff and we still will slide in jokes in between just how we talk it lightens it, it yes it, it also it's just it, just it's how a form we work. of communication it's just how yeah. we work you know yeah. and not everyone's like that. that's fine but yeah. like i think you have to remember that with Chappelle. if it's not going to be labeled strictly comedy don't assume it is just because it's from a comedian like yeah they have you know they do other things too you know? yeah and um, he just used his his platform to yeah. make things happen and then I, I, but I see what you're saying where it's not necessarily the best when you're looking at a special. Like it's different when, yeah. you know, those, the purpose of those videos were for a message. They weren't funny. Yes. They were serious. They were pointed. They were short. And it mm -hmm. was just like, here's what I got to say. This is real. This is what it is. When you label something a special, which again, none of this is to say that the closer wasn't hilarious. It fucking was. Yeah. But I, I, I also totally agree with you where I could tell Blurring from the my appreciation of stand-up and setup and everything like that, where it's like some of the I think you call it woo comedy, where it's like a lot of this is just going for like the woo. Yeah, it's do you get claps or do you get laughs? And you don't want claps, you want laughs for yeah. stand-up, but yeah. for TED Talk or for if you're I don't know like a preacher or something, you kind of want the claps and the woos and like. Unless yeah, there are of course a few geniuses who know this, they set up the clap. Yeah. Have the clap happen, and then the punchline is based on the clap. Yeah. So Segura like, does that. Yeah. Segura is a very much, he doesn't like clap reaction. Mm -mm. He doesn't want to get cheered from the crowd. He wants <laughs> groans and laughter. He wants, ugh. Like, what is wrong with you? And then to get them from that to laughing is yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, and that's what he does. He, and whenever people woo him, it, you can almost see it's like perfect. Got them where I wanted them. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. but then there were, a there were a couple moments in Dave Chappelle where, or in the closer where I thought that was going to happen, uh -huh. but it ended up just being a statement. It, it yeah. was more of just a statement. And again, this is coming uh, as a fan of Dave Chappelle's is, is me considering one of the greatest writers, comedy writers ever. Yeah. Comedy I, I, minds. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It was just it, it, he had great punchlines throughout it, mm -hmm. but some of them he purposely had no punchlines. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent, and that's fine. Yeah. So I would say check it out before you talk shit about it. 
It's pretty interesting. I yeah. agree. Before you get that emotional response from yeah. things that you see that other people exactly. said happened in the special. Totally. Watch it. Watch it. I, so that's the thing. And like, if that's going to really bother you that much to watch it, don't. But then also don't talk shit about it then. Yeah. You know what I mean? Don't let like, it bother you. Don't yeah. let it bring you to the point of so, like having an opinion on it. And I think the reason why is you have these identities with things. And so if your fellow cohorts think something then you're just going to assume oh, it's the same. the work buddies are like, fuck Dave Chappelle and his new right? special because your one work buddy is trans and, and took that, it the wrong way. It's literally for anything, for yeah. any reason. It would just be like, oh, my work friends think this way. I'm one of them. I must think the same way too. We all do that because it's easier yeah. than having to create your own opinion on everything. It is. I think that kind of pivots to the idea of like, there's a concept that people I've heard talk about that's like, People like to be told what to do and how to act. Yeah. Um, the idea is kind of, at least how I interpret it, is that like it's easier to live that way. Yeah. It's easier for someone to do everything for you and tell you, hey, just do this, this, and this. You don't even have to think and just like enjoy life. You know what I mean? Think yeah. this way, do this, and you're good. I feel like most people, when you hear something like that, you're like, yeah, that, that seems pretty nice. Like, if, hey, if you do yeah. this job and you do this and you think this way, you'll make this much money, you'll be happy. I was like, that's easy. But like the harder thing I think is to want to have your own opinions and not kind of just be like a blind follower to things sometimes. But it takes more work and more effort yeah. and nobody's going to do that for every opinion or every thought. But I think it's trying to not be so like strong with an opinion you don't actually know about. Yeah, you know, If someone I agree. brought up something random to me and I would, would I just give a hard take for no reason? Maybe because it's funny. Every now and then, yeah. Yeah. Every now and then, like, there have been times in my life where I hear the right sentence muttered from somebody else. And I'm like, oh, I have a brilliant hard take right now. And yeah, I'm going yeah. to do it because <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment. But most of the time, 90% of the time, yeah. fuck no. But if you know what you're talking about, then you can do it. I yeah. feel like that's fine. Yeah. You know, if they're down to, like, really conversate about it and, like, yeah. kind of get to the bottom of things, that's cool. I think yeah. that's a dope thing. But, yeah, I just feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, my friends all think this way. I'm just going to agree. Yeah. And we've lucked out since a lot of us have different opinions because we do different things. Yeah. We don't, our buddies aren't from one thing. Like, we're not all work buddies or we're all from this. Like, we shared a lot of experiences for sure. But yeah. like, now we are all very different. We all lived in different parts of the country. We did yeah. a bunch of different things. So we all have very different opinions now, which allow us to then, like, not just like, well, this guy thinks that I must agree with them. Like, no, yeah. I disagree with a lot of my friends on stuff. Yeah. Maybe not big things, but you know, that's how it should be. It's definitely how it should be. Definitely how it should be. And, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's my, that's my opinion on, uh, how to fix the world in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's like that. It's no, just I like, think so I think it's just how to like be, be happier and think for yourself a bit. Yeah, it's just, I, I, I just ponder this a lot because, like you said, it's easy to fall into these traps, and, and I try and not fall into them, and sometimes I do. Like, you know, sometimes sometimes I definitely do where it's just oh, like you're... Do. Yeah, I, I, whenever we talk about like this, this is for everything we talk about. I hate I hate having to always clarify, but it's like we do these things too. Like, I hate... it. I feel like the way we talk, just because of the way... We act like we're on some like high horse, like we'll never do this and do this. Like no, these are the reason why we're saying this is because we do these things. Most of it, yeah, and we know we shouldn't, yeah. and we probably still do them anyway. So that's why we we talk about it because we have experienced it a bit. And how interesting the human brain is with that. Oh my god, man! The amount of fucking times that like I know, like I'm doing something, I could give 
the practical, I could hear the words come out of my mouth into this microphone and being like, oh man, that advice that I just gave this microphone made a lot of sense. Maybe I should Maybe I should it. do that. <laughs> and then the second voice in my brain goes, fuck that. Do what you've been doing. It's fun. And then yeah. it's just, you know, it, <laughs> there's totally. a cycle, man. It's fucking I, crazy. It, this at least helps me though, because then when I say it out loud, I yeah. it makes me seem like I'm saying it to myself. It's easier yeah. sometimes yeah. to say to someone something than to say to yourself. A lot of people give advice that they really need for themselves to others, I feel like. Yeah. So, not always. Like, I don't want to, that don't, people don't think like everything we're saying is actually our inner things <laughs> we're thinking about. Like, maybe sometimes. But, yeah. so like, when you talk to essentially no one or a, a large group, you can kind of self-reflect more easily, kind of. Yeah. Same thing as like writing a journal or talking to a therapist. Like, it's the same idea. Yeah. Like, you're just talking out your thoughts and then once you hear them yourself, you go... Oh, huh, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Like or yeah. whatever, you know. So I, that's why I, per, uh, I, I like uh, just like I, I talk to myself. I can't lie. I talk to myself. I, I, a lot I of people do. From time to time, I, you have to, man. Sometimes, like I, because sometimes it's it, it is weird how things sound different in your head. Usually, they sound better in your head than mm -hmm. when you actually speak them out loud. Totally. And then you hear it and you're like, ah, fuck, if that came out of someone else's mouth, I'd be like, that guy's an idiot. <laughs> that was my mouth, so I should watch it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. I think it's everyone has to figure out what works for you. Something yeah. I don't personally do more than like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Like, just like little stuff like reactionary. Yeah. Um, but if that's what works to make you like think about it or whatever, then yeah. yeah. It's also because everyone thinks differently as well. Some people don't think in words like that some people just think in like shapes and colors and objects or like stuff yeah so like it's actually just how your mind processes and that's the weird thing i've, I've actually uh, I, I was introduced to that concept a little while ago and I, I i've thought about it throughout the course of my life it's weird like i feel like you can have combinations because i was of course say of I, course i literally think in words and colors like combined and usually when i think uh. Like, I'm actually thinking, like, the printed out word. You read the word. I read the word. That's wild. See, I read I, the word. I never have read words in my head. Yeah. I, I hear a, read them. I hear myself talking, essentially. Gotcha. Like, I almost hear my own voice, yeah. essentially, in my head. If I go, like, like yeah, I, I can say a sentence just to myself. Gotcha. Yeah, I read sentences to myself yeah. in my head. Well, that's why you say it out loud, probably. Yeah. Because you can't yeah. talk to yourself. I can talk. I could do, hey, man. Like, I'll pretend, like... I'm just like, hey, okay, do this. Like, I could actually just do all that in my head. But I can't do it. I mean, I can picture words and read words, but, like, it's kind of weird. I can't – and I can it's also – hard for me. I also do what you do, too, yeah. where I have full-length conversations with myself in my head, like, yeah. where it's not out loud. Yeah. I'm saying uh, more so, like, when I when I think of, of things, like, I, I, I think the words. And then, like I said, like, I do both, but I also, uh, like – it made total sense to me when uh, it, it was Young Thug was was uh, you were telling me about that interview where he draws he, he, yeah. he draws to freestyle and that was the first time where I ever thought like I have related feelings almost my entire life to color like yes. I think I, I think emotionally in color like yeah. it's just how how it is and I don't know how it makes sense and verbally to describe that and the way the other way that my brain thinks and like making things words it's like impossible to actually like mesh the two maybe mm, not mm. but like it's weird it feels like, like they, it, yeah. they, it feels like they just like don't combine like there's two funny, funny. constantly active parts of my obviously this there's more or whatever but yeah, like there's yeah. two actively part active parts of my brain that are contrasting one another which is 
thinking in words constantly, mm-hmm. reading it to myself, and then of course, you know, self conversing and talking. Yeah, yeah. But then on the other end, just like this thing that's completely indescribable by words. It, it, it's mm. literally like you can almost see it. It's like a reel in your head. Yeah. That has no words associated with it. It's all visual, but your eyes sense. are yeah, not creating the vision. Yeah. <laughs> it's I, don't great. Vi- I don't visualize a lot, I feel like. Really? No, I can. I don't just like naturally do that. Gotcha. Um, it's a lot of like thoughts and words. I don't know though. I'd say I, I, I don't live think about fifty. It I'd say I live at least half the time in my visualizations. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. and I would say that's actually lowballing it. That's probably why Seems I really feel cool. like it's at the core of ADD. Um, I, I, not, nah, not, I, I would. I wouldn't say they're necessarily linked. But I think the <clears throat> that number you gave is probably higher because ADD. Yeah, that I like. I'm saying like because I have this capability combined of the yes, visualization yeah. combined with the ADD. I want to live in the visualization more. Yeah, like, live in the dream world. Yeah, because then the rapid fire parts of the brain can be like, dude, it doesn't it's, matter. There's nothing sick. to focus on. We can just create it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like, and I can do it. Like I can totally visualize stuff. I just don't yeah. do it like naturally, or I don't fall into it a lot. But yeah. I agree. Like, that's why uh, I used to do Lucid Dream Week for a little bit. Yeah. Felt the same yeah, way. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to wake up and go do life because yeah. the dream was sick and just better than real life. Yeah. Always. It I, always will be. Oh, I want the Lucid Dream so bad. No, I, it's, it's dangerous <laughs> and fucking scary, dude. It's really cool. It's like it's the really, coolest thing ever. Yeah. Like, for sure. Where you're like, I want to fly now. And you just like fly. <laughs> um, that's so it's like, uh There needs to be two gorillas next to me. Boop. And then there's yeah. just gorillas there. And you're like, yeah. This is sick. Um, the one time I did it the best, I was like, it was like, I was at my cabin, yeah. but it was like Star Wars and I was just like chilling with Chewbacca. Dude, that's so <laughs> sick. See, that's the thing. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I was like, I want my friends to be here. Boom. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah. But yeah. it's scary because then you go, man, real life sucks. I don't want to be in this. Well, you know. I can. So I've it's never still been escapism. able to. It is, it's weird. It's almost like a drug. Escapism. Mm-hmm. Escapism mm-hmm. is a theme. I, escapism. It's coming what, to the A lot of people of are addicted to drugs because of escapism. For but sure. that's the weird thing. Though. Not everyone. Identifying what you're escaping from can sometimes be hard. And, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. Uh, assert myself in in any way i'm just being honest with myself i didn't live a very traumatic or troubled childhood Uh you know what i mean so well what is the root cause of i'm gonna stop you there yeah i think you need to really like work on understanding if that's true or not because everyone feels like and it's what everyone does they go well i didn't everyone compares i didn't have it bad like that everyone thinks trauma as like this crazy super thing yeah but like it can be very little or minute things that you don't even understand a lot of what working with the therapist is is understanding where your trauma is from uh-huh. the root cause and it doesn't have to be i was abandoned by my family at five yeah or whatever you know it could be little things yeah so there's definitely stuff in your life i think almost everyone has it in some form some people more than uh, others, but you shouldn't assume just because you don't have some crazy story. I was a kid in yeah. Vietnam, like that you don't have trauma or some history. Yeah. You're right. Nothing so massive that's like causing it, but there yeah. could definitely be stuff there. You have to really dig and look for it, which is really hard. That Okay. So that's super interesting. That, yeah. Because yeah, that's the, that's the hardest part. You definitely like, do. Like yeah. you definitely do. I do too, yeah. I think. Um it's almost easier for someone else. I almost probably could tell you things yeah. more than you could think yourself, I want to say. Because I knew you growing up. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, it, it's... You're right. It's maybe not simply because of that. Yeah. That's, like, I don't want to take that off the table, but 
I don't also want to take off that it is from some history. root causes of escapism in general yeah, because yeah. escapism it, 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 even even my fantasy world even we, we we could talk about my battles with drug addiction we could talk about my battles with uh porn addiction you could talk about wanting to sleep all the time you sure. could talk about just escapism as a whole totally but even even my daydreaming to an extent mm -hmm. is a form of that escapism is Every, that everything man is that natural is that subconscious is that um, you'll yes. always be able to identify that yes but that doesn't mean it's a good thing just because it's subconscious or natural mm, you know I what see. i mean yeah, yeah yeah it's subconscious or natural because you're trying to escape from something that you may not know yeah it's pretty much just like the current world you're living in your life you're living isn't actually making you as happy as you want it to be or it's not actually what you and I want. I think that's what's more. That's what I've been trying to mature in lately. Actually, it's funny that uh -huh. you mentioned that. Is like trying not to lower my expectations of life, but having a more realistic, not realism yeah. in the sense of like you know like oh I'm just a realist, bro. But mm -hmm. like you know like just trying to you well, know level with life a little bit. I think it's that, but it's also you can have high expectations if you'll achieve them. Yeah, you know. The, the issue is having a certain expectations and not getting to them will make you sad and make you want to escape. But the expectations need to be on yourself. The expectations yeah, yeah. don't need to. No, can't you, can't, yeah. you can't make it other factors. Yeah. I want a banging wife. Like that's just not, yeah. you can't put that in Go there. Go get one, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, well, I'm saying like yeah. you can't just make that happen. That yeah. takes another person being involved, right? I see. Yeah. If you want to, I want to be happy. I want to travel the world. I want to mm -hmm. things that you can fully control yourself. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, but like when people have all these like lofty expectations, you then you won't be happy till you really achieve them. Yeah, people talk about which I don't know if I subscribe to a ton is like living out your childhood dreams. It makes a lot of people really happy. Yeah, things that you forget about that you always wanted to do because other things in life got in the way and you've been in escaping to a different reality for so long uh -huh. that you forgot what like you really want. And like those things might actually make you so so happy. Me personally, I don't even remember. Yeah, like I don't remember what my childhood dream, what I wanted to be. I had you know? like nine. Uh, it's so many. Yeah. <laughs> well, that that too, that too. But yeah. so now when you're older, it's kind of determining like, okay, what actually is like a realistic yeah, expectation that I could achieve? And like it can be something crazy if you really. Man, I want a fat mansion in the Hollywood Hills or whatever. Like you can go do it, but you're not going to be happy uh till you're like not not say when you get there but like until you're working on it mm -hmm. if you have something and you're not actually doing it or working towards it i feel like you'll be unhappy yeah yeah but i personally don't have like some crazy like life expectation or plan uh, I, i've slowly i don't yeah yeah it just it's easier i don't know if it's a good thing or a healthy thing but it's easier to not but then maybe you're less productive or you have less goals like you don't want to have that either yeah, that's true. So it's, you, it's, it's balance. It's yeah, balance yeah. On those two ideas. You have to force yourself to be a little unhappy now to like work to you know be something better. You know, if you just gave up now, then like oh sure I'll be happy right now, but like I'll be fucked later. Yeah, so it's hard. You have to kind of force yourself to struggle. Love the struggle. Love the struggle, brother. Yeah. Hard pivot, real quick. There, there's something we we haven't we uh -huh. not an on camera thing. We literally haven't talked all week. Um, there's like an adult version of Neopets now, and uh, shit. The the You're talking like 
It's all online. But it's all avatars. It's not it's not even like it's not even games. You're talking about NFTs? Yes, bro. That is the weirdest description Here's of NFTs I've ever heard. The fucking heard. thing. Okay. That's not and what NFTs are, but they're, yeah, go they're ahead. They're tokens. They're, it's it's like it's the crypto world, isn't it? They're they're before you go, you, I'm confused, you, man. What the fuck are stop, these things, and why is there stop, so much money in stop them? Stop guessing. Let me go. Because <laughs> Neopets is wild. I don't know how I figured that out. Because it's not Neo, Neopets is a game you play online where you have like chibi little characters. That's why I said avatars. That's what I'm yeah. I'm so NFTs are art essentially. Yes. Right. So the idea there is, if you were to buy the Mona Lisa, uh-huh. you could buy the NFT Mona. Oh, well, that's a bad example. But like, yeah. You can buy an art piece, yeah. and if you buy an NFT, it is an art piece as well. Yeah. Right? The issue that people get hung up about is like, oh, it's just a JPEG image, and you could just copy it and share it, right? Uh-huh. The idea is that you own and you have the license to this particular piece. Uh-huh. It's the same way as like, yeah, you could buy a copy of the Mona Lisa for five bucks. I could print out a picture of the Mona Lisa. Uh-huh. But if you have the Mona Lisa, uh-huh. it's worth billions of dollars, right? Yeah. So I don't get why people get hung on that about NFTs. This it's the same idea where this is the OG version and the uh, blockchain, which is the technology used in cryptocurrency, uh-huh. allows uh, a certification amongst all the computers in the world to verify that it's the real one. Oh, that's that's okay. the connection. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Pretty much is that blockchain when you buy it with crypto, it will like essentially stamp it as like this is the legit one. And there's no way, unless every computer in the world turned off pretty much, that no one can tell you different, right? Yeah. So it's the same as collecting a rare art piece. The next level gotcha. thing. So the thing now is since it's a new thing, think about when like art first started. The oldest, most rarest, beautiful art pieces are the most expensive, right? Yeah. So since this is a new thing, people are buying these up. And let's pretend it is the new um abstract painting right yeah it's like yo dude essentially you're saying i bought a van gogh yeah a hundred years ago and i still have it it's going to be worth so much money so people buy them just for some people buy them for fun like they like to collect them but a lot of times it's investments yeah you know? yeah, yeah yeah i got i got introduced them with someone who's using them hard he made a, make a lot of money it. yeah make a lot of money they and I was like, it's just these fucking. The av- I was like, it's just these avatars, and he's like, yeah, yeah. Well, some of them are sillier. Some of them are more legit. Some of them yeah. are like beautiful pieces of art, really. Yeah, you know. And uh, some of them are just like funny drawings. Those are kind of the in ones right now. Yeah. And that's because there's this idea of a world, an online world or space, right? Uh-huh. When we talked about this, the Ready Player One world, yeah, where yeah, you yeah. put on your VR headset and you, we all live in this other world yeah. where everyone's equal and that everyone can be who they want to be. And we live in this virtual world. These NFTs will now be, if that's the real world. So imagine this internet world is the real world. We're going to call it the metaverse. Uh-huh. Some people call it that. Some people call it like Web3 and stuff. The metaverse. Now these NFTs will be physical real objects in the metaverse. Fucking crazy. So if your house, you're the house that you bought with real money in the metaverse, has the Mona Lisa of NFTs on the wall... You're a baller, dude. You're the yeah. sickest motherfucker ever. So that's the idea. When we go to this full... And that's why people put them as their avatars and icons yeah. and stuff. Is to show like, yeah, this is my character. Yeah. It's like buying skins in a video game. Or customizing your character in The Sims or whatever. You're making your Bitmoji, right? Yeah, yeah, You're yeah. buying this NFT to be your Bitmoji, your face in the world. 
it's crazy. I was just, just shocked. And the reason I did Neopets is because because of the skins thing. That's yeah, I said Neopets. I, I get, like a I, customizable I little it. guy yeah. that you have online and you can pay more money yeah. to make them cooler. Exactly. Like That's that. what it is. And it's crazy because like I, I, the reason I was just bewildered out of my fucking mind by this shit is because of how much goddamn money it was. It was yeah. so much A money. lot of these are going like 15, 20 ETH, which yeah. right now would be like 60, 70 K yeah. for like an average one kind of. Yeah. Some of them are more, some hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. There's trading card ones, you oh, know. Wild. There's NFTs of videos and stuff. Like you own a video clip. Uh-oh, now it's going to be crooked. <laughs> um, for the end um, here. But yeah, uh, NFTs are pretty crazy. I personally don't own any, even though I, I am a bit into the space, I guess. Yeah. I own a couple really tiny ones that I just did to like learn how to buy them and stuff. Yeah. Um, just because I wanted to, if I, if I did find one, I would buy. They're too expensive for me. Yeah. Um, for sure right now. That's what I was like. You have to have a lot of money to get in, even get into this at this point. It's or crazy. you just got into it a while ago and you made the right, like you, like you yeah, said, you can true. make a lot of money from them. Like I know this person who bought a bunch of NFTs in Ethereum like three to four years ago. Now they're a millionaire. Yeah. And they don't have, they still drive a fucking Toyota Corolla because all their money is saved up in a picture of a, a, a lion with its tongue out wearing a <laughs> biker jacket or something, you know? And so all their funds are tied up in this, but it's just an asset. You could sell that asset for all the money right there. You could liquidate that. Dude. Just like a house. It's oh, crazy. I love how you put that though, because the one that I saw is like crazy that's the one cougars or something, which yeah. is, those are the big ones right now. Yeah. They, well they they got memed recently. Because it's like, <laughs> you know, like they look ridiculous. Like people are paying this much money for this. And you're right, they are ridiculous. And it's not like necessarily great or special art. Yeah. But it's more for the uh in the future, think about it 10, 15 years, this is going to be storied. Yeah. This is one of the first collections yeah. to blow up and blah, 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 and blah. Like, there's going to be history. But a lot of them will flop. A lot of it is is still like there's a scammy part of it. And I don't want people to like think that's not the case. Like, it's a perfect scenario. There's a chance none of this happens. Yeah. The metaverse doesn't take off, which to me, that's going to happen eventually. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe when that will be is Maybe we don't get there. Question. Maybe the yeah. volcano erupts over everything. or You know what I mean. But yeah. That's the idea. It's just investments. It's no different than thinking than buying a house at this point. It's just, yeah, it's, it's a riskier investment for sure, but the high risk, high reward for sure. It's just the ultimate proof. Like the world is changing. Mm -hmm. It is changing like, yeah. rapidly. Like you and and you wonder you wonder why fucking. People in Dave Chappelle's age demographic are fucking confused. Yeah, dude. That a fucking <laughs> cartoon picture of a lion with its tongue out wearing a biker jacket could be sold for $67,000. Like, yeah, man. Like, I totally get it. It's a confusing it. world. It's, it's silly. It's very silly. It's very weird. But that's the thing is, that's what people value now. Like, the NFT and crypto space is very into gaming and memes yeah. and jokes. Like, it's really tuned into like what life is like that shit's not Currency. that serious even though it is serious like these are worth a lot of money we had a mean also president fun. for yeah. four years yes so like and it's honestly it's follow-up that that's not that's not too much of a roast joe biden's actually almost easily as sleepy joe sleepy joe is a solid me solid me sleepy so joe is very funny <laughs> trump didn't have a good as nickname as sleepy joe no no. But also Trump came up with Sleepy Joe, I think. Or maybe his peoples or he, whatever. No, he should, for sure popularized it. I think Trump did. I, I, you know, If that I, was off the dome, that's solid, dude. 
possibly the greatest stand-up comedian this country's ever no, seen. No, we got to stop saying that on this podcast. <laughs> By the numbers, the most popular, that's for sure, but not the best. Oh, my God, dude. Imagine still being mad about uh, you can be mad about it, but like yeah. I, I've got to focus on other things. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, totally, totally. It was just. It was just funny. It was no funny. big time. Um, he was a meme. That's why I brought that up. He, he was. was he was a meme. There's probably president. NFTs about Trump and stuff because also they can be videos. So it could yeah. be the NFT of like his inauguration. Like you own that moment digitally. That'd that's be pretty insane. wild. So every Trump copy, would have to sell that actually, but yeah. Every copy then is. Like the copies are worth nothing. There's gonna be one original, uh-huh. and that's what's worth everything. Huh. Um, people are selling like you could buy an NFT of like the Numa Numa video I on was, YouTube. D- dude, why do we have fucking telepathy sometimes? I was <laughs> like, is there one for the original Numa Numa? That yeah. is the first thing I was. Because that's ask. like the most OG YouTube video, right? <laughs> I don't know, but that guy could release one, and a yeah. lot of people like that are doing it. Like yeah. Michael Jordan's released a couple of like you know, his biggest game winning shots and stuff like that. Yeah. The ownership of who gets to put those out becomes a little tougher. Yeah. Does Michael Jordan get to sell the video of the shot? Does ESPN, does the camera guy who did it, like who owns and who gets to sell these things? It's where it gets iffy. I feel like right? that's always going to come back of the likely three winners or the likely winner of those three people in that scenario or uh-huh. three entities, if you will. Uh, ESPN is going to take that one, right? I would think, but I don't know. It's, Jordan's likeness and whatever he never sold that. That's true. It, it just—it's a new space, so the rules are not like in place yet. Yeah. It was a big drama because people were selling Twitch clips, clips from live streams oh, as NFTs, and Wild. the service did give money to the person who was on the stream, uh-huh. but they only got like a certain amount of it, and like it was kind of like they didn't really approve of selling it, you know. Yeah. Now there's like a new system in place to do it in like a better way. They're trying to build up, but like it's brand new. Yeah. So that's why, though, like, if you buy one of those OG clips that goes down in history, yeah, you buy a Vine. That was, like, hilarious. You buy the, it's Wednesday, my dudes. Yeah, like, you buy the rights to that That's, Vine. like, a legendary thing. And then, like, if you're the only one in the metaverse who has that video and you could show everyone, like, that's fire. I don't, like, it's hard. You have to really be thinking, like, five steps ahead like yeah. we all live online and you own the coolest online video or whatever yeah it's like a classic from back when the world was still living like you know <laughs> this yeah. is when what formerly was known as reality existed <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i have Fortnite nfts or something you know something weird but like they sell oh, moments from man. sports games and stuff um I don't know. It's kind of a risky business, I would say. Um I think so too. You have to really know what you're doing to do it. So don't just like don't just hop in. Yeah, if you do that, you're getting scammed pretty much. You really need to like look into what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The whole like crypto bro shit, it's like a weird world. It is a weird world and I do want to uh, – I'll probably want to dedicate a whole episode to it actually because it is interesting. Okay. I, I've, I've been watching a lot of the videos you mentioned. Maybe sneak peek for next time. The the uh, Crypto bro podcast. The crypto bro podcast. Like a billion of those. Yeah, I don't want to be a crypto bro podcast. I actually want to talk no, about the no. larger, the not not the personal investment, not the investment aspect of crypto, but like what crypto is actually doing for society mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Like there are a lot of interesting case studies right now. Uh, with Ecuador, not Ecuador, um, uh, El Salvador. El Salvador, recently, thank you. Just El Salvador, national currency. That's Bitcoin. That's interesting. Like from from even for me from the. Uh, 
four years that I spent studying international politics, like that's fucking fascinating. Yeah. That yeah. a country was like, you know what? Uh, crypto, we, we have to do it. Mm -hmm. And it's like how I feel like there's something there. Um, apparently, uh, Grimes has been on some shit uh, yeah. about, you know, this, this kind of more, uh, unified, less class divided world because of Through crypto. crypto and video games. She said as well, she said crypto and gaming that could make sense. The ready player one world. She's ready for it. That's what she's talking about. Yeah, exactly. But I'm actually talking about more of the, this world. I feel like, and I have to look into it more, which is why I'm saying this is maybe coming in the future, but like, uh -huh. like it, it, an interesting starting point is like. There has to be a way to reverse turmoiling economies with crypto. If we've seen entire cities being built so, and shit like that. Yeah. Like, Acon City was built with crypto, mm -hmm. damn near. It's yeah. fucking insane. Oh, yeah. So, I will say there's kind of two sides to this, like everything. Crypto yeah. could be yeah. used in the best way possible. Yeah. And, like Grimes said, create a socialist-like money distribution where everyone gets universal basic income through crypto. Uh-huh. And... You know, and you can you can game for a living. Like you could game and make money through gaming and uh -huh. stuff like that. Everyone could. Like the idea with crypto is like it's very it's much more easier to obtain money uh -huh. by like mining or doing whatever. So that's for sure a thing. That's route A, right? Well, that's the ideal. I think yeah. the the good people of the world are hoping that's what crypto will be used for. Yeah. But then the issue is there are so many people who are just looking to take advantage of it to make some big money pretty quick. Yeah. And that's where, like, it feels hyper-capitalistic in the way where it's like all these big companies are getting involved now and all these big investors and the richest people in the world. Are the banks touching it yet? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, Everyone's yeah, okay. investing. Yeah, if dude. the banks are, the banks oh, are there, yeah. it's bad they're news. They're still hesitant, right? But, yeah. like, they're all invested because they know it's good money. So that's the part where, like, it might be spoiled. Like most things, people are just going to abuse it to make money off of it. And then mm -hmm. we might lose what's the real value. The coolest thing about crypto and i guess more specifically bitcoin is that there's no owner or founder truly of bitcoin the guy's anonymous no one knows who it is he's likely dead no one has the first bitcoin mm -hmm. like it's all there's no nft bitcoin there's no guy who can just like pull it from the market or like pull the rug out from everyone you yeah know? it is truly for the people and was just given yeah. for us to use um it's like almost a social experiment if we could use it to benefit the world or not wild if i had to guess people are just going to take advantage of it and make money you know yeah. but there is a really good chance that it could do like if you're a poor person right now i would say get involved and try to start mining it or something at, at, at any function because you don't have to do that much to make money yeah and it's cool people who have disabilities and stuff can make money through crypto mm -hmm. and through gaming who couldn't before yeah you know like it gives a lot of i will say the opportunities are more equal it's supposed to be more equal. Yeah. But now that these big investors have come in, it's kind of fucking things up. But that was the idea, at least. It was yeah. a good idea. There's it a is. lot of good ideas that got ruined by capitalism and the man and fucking uh, America. Humans. Yeah. Ah, uh, humans. So, we gonna see. It's classic. I wouldn't say the futile system was much better, but... <laughs> no, we've come a long way. <laughs> but I can't wait for Web3 and the metaverse where we all live online and we just... Fuck it is a common theme on this podcast that we are kind of excited for the metaverse. Maybe we'll be the biggest podcasters in the metaverse. That'd be sick. We should sell NFTs of our clips. Would you guys buy them? No, you wouldn't. Would you <laughs> buy our NFTs? I would buy Find our NFTs. Find out next week. I'd buy an NFT of That'd ours. be pretty funny. 
But yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll do a crypto episode sometime. I think that'd be fun. Yeah, because it's a, it's dude, it's the future. It's 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 undeniably at this point. It's I it's think... actually maybe even the present. I don't even know if it's the future anymore. It's the yeah, I think it's the near future. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Everyone says that because they just want to make money. They want the future to come sooner, That's so true. they're acting like it is. But I would say, uh, you know, get into it if you uh, are interested in that kind of stuff. If not, don't worry about it. But uh, yeah. or if you just want to make some quick cash, yeah. Who get knows? into crypto. Watch Dave Chappelle. Um, or don't play don't Nickel- talk about yeah, it but then don't talk about it if you don't Nickelodeon All-Stars check it out sure be interested to hear the the people's thoughts especially if you played Melee before yeah if you play Melee definitely get it and see yeah. what's up I, I got it I haven't played that much but it's, it's fun yeah so alright and we will see you next week peace peace